Hey guys, this is Carrie and Chrissy, and you are listening to Nothing But Us. Hey guys, thank you for joining us on another segment on Nothing But Us. Today's topic, we're going to be discussing co-parenting. So, Karen, why don't you start us off with, first of all, explain to us what a healthy co-parenting relationship could look like. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I think uh, a healthy co-parenting relationship pretty much involves very low conflict, uh, mutual respect, good and open communication, cooperation, collaboration, and pretty much talking and sharing parenting decisions. I mean, it sounds easy in theory, right? Mm-hmm. It but, sounds easy. <laughs> but it doesn't always come out like that, unfortunately. Especially if the two like parties are oil and water. It's never going to... It just feels like it's never going to work. And uh, I know for myself, I, I'm definitely speaking that I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Like, I've felt that, oh my god, this is a really healthy co-parenting relationship and I'm happy... And both parties were happy. And then I've also had the other end of it, which is we're oil and water. We're not understanding each other. There's no communication. And then it just goes to hell. I think when you mean by oil and water, I just think there's, like, emotions there. You know, like anger, resentment, or hurt. Yeah. So I think usually a successful co-parenting relationship is when... You know, both things take a back seat to the exactly. needs of your children, yes. right? Yes, I agree, a hundred percent. But I mean, it's it's not easy in all cases. Some mm-hmm. people sometimes, you know, uh, when people get divorced or people, you know, things break down or relationships break down. Sometimes one partner is still in love with the other partner, and it's not so easy to grasp those. Uh, emotions at the beginning you know what I mean like maybe someone already moved on faster than the other person mm-hmm. and then I feel like that's where it's not going to be so easy to co-parent because at that point this person's hurt this person is angry um, so sometimes getting to the co-parenting uh, like perfect relationship is going to take a long time and like you make that. And you make a really good point too, you know, when you're saying like how the situation like how it originally ended is how it's gonna transition into either a healthy or unhealthy co parenting. I mean that that I feel like that that's how it usually works. So if you ended in bad terms with your ex, then by all means, like that's how that's how it's gonna continue with just the co parenting relationship because you're not agreeing, they're not listening, you know, there, there's no communication. So if it ended bad, I feel like it's, that's going to drag on to, like, the co-parenting relationship. And I feel like, for me personally, that's what happened. It, it's like it got dragged on versus what you're saying that, you know, you're supposed to put it in the back seat, you know, because the kid's supposed to be number one now. Like, the you know, forget what the other adults are going through. It's like the kid. Focus on the kid, right? Uh-huh. So I really feel like it depends how it ended that it's going to transition into your co-parenting relationship. And I could be wrong because there could be a situation where, you know, it ended really bad and then they figured it out after when they were separated and then they become amazing friends. And I've seen that happen, actually, where, you know, they, they both like found out like, hey, we were really bad as partners, 
but then you know we somehow amazingly like have amazing friendship that turned into a great co-parenting relationship right yeah but i also think like it takes time to get there like no one off the bat yeah is gonna have like a great co-parenting relationship you know no one's gonna be like okay we're done now so like let's figure out like how this works it's gonna be like okay you know like you have to settle into your feelings they have to settle into their feelings maybe like two years might pass by three years might pass by before things actually start looking like like who this is this is good like we're not arguing we're not fighting mm-hmm. like we are coming to decisions we're making decisions together but then um, what in the, what thing. if it's the situation where uh, the separation was mutual right so then you know if essentially there's nothing I feel like to yeah I feel like when from. two people when people uh, have a mutual like decision of like yeah that I think those are the those are like the people who actually have probably like a higher chance of having like a really great uh, co-parenting relationship from the start mm-hmm. I think because right into it they talk about okay like this is what I want and in most of those situations I think they're already like they're they really like still care about each other in a way where it's like I don't want to hurt you mm-hmm. you know so if it ends respect, in a bad way though. mutual respect yeah there's mutual respect there yes but if it ends in a way where you know maybe someone cheated on another person you know mm-hmm. there's gonna be or I don't know what other cases are like the divorce got ugly you know the papers got ugly or whatever mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be tension there Agree. It is. And I think that's why, um, for me personally, uh, I could say, you know, a a thousand times, you know, this is how I felt. I really don't know how the other party felt. But to me, it was, at one point, I'm thinking, you know, it has nothing to do with our child. Like, this is just you being angry at me because the marriage didn't work the way we both thought it was going to work out. So then I felt like our co-parenting relationship transitioned into something bad just because there was that resentment there and it's like the the other party didn't know how to let it go it's like i'm so angry like this is this was supposed to work and it's not working and now i need someone to blame you know put the blame on and i could be wrong but you know to me that's what i felt it was it's like there's there's that big box of resentment that you have that you're not letting go and you're prohibiting for our co-parenting relationship to grow because you're carrying that heavy burden of a box and you're you're not budging you're not throwing it out and again that comes down to the individual like if you don't want to you're only hurting yourself because this there has to be a mutual agreement that we're not putting our feelings first like this is about the child like this is solely about this other human being that we brought into this world who didn't ask to be here so by all means we owe that you know human you know, our blood, our, our everything, our DNA, we owe it to that person to, you know, at least try and to be adult about it. And again, it, it really does boil down to respect because I don't have to necessarily like you, but I do have to respect you at the end of the day. And if there's no respect, then I don't, I feel like that is what essentially like tarnishes whatever co-parenting relationship could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, if there's no respect, that means technically that you just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my With my case, it's kind of different because, as you know, my relationship didn't end very well. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, I think 
I was more hurt in the process. So it took me, actually, I was a person who had to take time to kind of heal mm-hmm. from what had happened. And it was, it was hard because initially what I wanted to do was making sure that she didn't feel, you know, like both parents weren't there for her. Mm-hmm. And I think I started to feel like, okay, you know, like I can do this. But then, you know, having the thoughts of like, hey, uh, this person is getting away with doing this and getting this started to really upset me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. You know, so uh, it was really hard for me at the beginning. It was like, um, it's an, it, it wasn't easy. It was kind of like, okay, I expected things, but then I wasn't giving back or, well, I don't know. I feel like it was very tricky for both of us because I guess he had different expectations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, In what sense though? What do you mean? Like what were the different expectations? Uh, I feel like this person thought that, you know, I feel like he thought he could do the very, like bare minimum mm-hmm. and without having any kind of co-parenting uh, like like the hard friendship. work right like you yeah know, feeding the child making sure the child has enough clothes and making sure the child no not like, even that stuff? we weren't even at that stage that's the crazy part it was just okay. like very basic like you know he wanted sometimes he wanted to see her and but he wanted to see her uh like with his terms and his conditions oh okay Do you know what Got i mean you. like not yeah. telling me where he was going not telling yeah. me I've had that too, yeah. Where where they feel like, you don't need to tell you where your child is. Like, when they're with me, that's it. You don't need to know. Yeah, and I feel like until we actually went to court and, you know, kind of settled things down. And, you know, maybe I think that was kind of needed in a way. Like, at first I was kind of, like, against it. I was like, you know, let's try to fix this. Like, I was trying to get it to fix my way, but then it wasn't really working for him either. Mm -hmm. So I think initially when we went to court, I think it kind of, like, made a couple of rules so I think number one if you're gonna like if things are gonna get nasty I think going to court is the best way I know it gets ugly in court and I know you know things get said and you know it's not the funnest Mm -hmm. but there are rules after you know and I think those rules make it so much easier like you get him from Monday to Thursday or you get him on weekends or you get her on weekends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no fighting now at this point. You know, it was like, yeah, well, I had her last week. You yeah. didn't give it to me last week. Now, at that point, though, it depends, right? If that person now, after having the rules, is actually following the rules, mm-hmm. is actually communicating with you, is actually trying to have that co-parent relationship with you. And I feel like, unfortunately for me, like, I don't have that. And, you know, yeah. Do you feel like it's on from coming from your end or do you think it's the other party? Because I'm going to be honest, I really 100 percent feel like it's the other party that's not allowing um, that healthy relationship to flourish because they're so like angry. And it's like, no, you know, you just you think you want it your way and I'm not going to let you have it. Like it becomes a fight of, hey, I'm not going to let you boss me around. So I'm just like I'm curious. Like for you, is it the same thing, or do you feel like it's different? 
I feel for me, um, I, I, re- I like put out the olive branch. Mm-hmm. You know, I've mentioned the fact that I'm like, you know, I think we should be friends. Um, you know, he has his partner. I have my person. So at the end of the day, like, there's no feelings there anymore. You know, those whatever feelings we had as a relationship or as a couple, they're not there. So, so then where do you think the problem is? Is it the other party or would you think it's both or... I have no idea. I really, like... You can't pinpoint it? I can't pinpoint it because you ask me this all the time, every time we discuss it, and I feel like it's always the same answer. I don't know what the problem is because, you know, like I said, I've extended the olive branch. I've said, Mm -hmm. like, let's be friends. Let's try to work things together. But it's like every time there's a situation where money is involved, like, hey, your daughter might need this, it's like he gets kind of uh, upset. Or he gets like, oh, well, offensive. you guys, huh? Like offensive. He gets offensive about it? Yeah, he gets like offended or he wants to see like proof. Like I've had to like send pictures, uh, which unfortunately it sucks because like it's kind of like, why would I lie to you? Why would I tell you I want $30? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, no, I want- no. It, it, like I, I could see why, especially if it's men that are on the other, you know, side saying, you know, like, she's making it hard for me, you know. Yeah, but I would, I would maybe, okay, first and foremost, uh, yeah, definitely, I would totally be, like, sketched out if I was a man, and he's like, this bitch is asking me for money every fucking weekend, and it's, like, $200, $300. Yeah, but yeah, because some women do take for, advantage of it. Yeah. And they do use it wrong. But yeah. if I'm asking you, like, hey, can you help me pay for this trip? Like, it's 40 bucks, can you pay the $20? Or... If I'm asking you to pay for, like, her, you know, school lunch that they get for pizza for a whole year or for, like, half the term, and it's, like, a hundred bucks. Yeah, like, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's like you're, I need proof. Like, you need to fucking show me this shit, you know? And it's like, okay. Or I've been been trying to co-parent in the aspect of, like, hey, do you want to come to her parent-teacher interviews, you know? Mm -hmm. And find out how your daughter's doing. But he doesn't show up, like, he'll... And I've gone to the point where I don't even have to communicate with him anymore because I feel like my child's old enough to to tell him, like, hey, uh, do you want to come? Hey, uh, you know, if she chooses to communicate or not, I'm not going, like, this is where people don't agree with me or some people might agree with me is where it's, like, he thinks that she's the child and I'm the mother and I should be telling her what to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have the same problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in this case, it's kind of like she has her feelings, and I'm not going to push someone to do something. Like, I get it, but I'm not going to push her to do something she clearly doesn't want to do. Right, and I think because they all often forget that, yes, just because, you know, this is your child, you know, you were there for the birth and whatnot, like you were there for a good amount of time, that this is the same baby that you were around. Versus, like, okay, I after that baby grew up, I wasn't really there twenty four seven. So you know, especially if you have a strained relationship, I think this is where it applies. If you have a strained relationship with the child, you know, especially if it's like from toddlers, and I know you and I are both our kids. They were toddlers when you know we separated from our exes, and um, and I think that's the hard part for them, where they don't understand that this isn't that baby anymore or that toddler like this is an actual preteen or you know they're already up there where they can voice their opinion 
And because they've missed so much of that, they don't understand it. And I think that's what it is. That's why when when I get to that situation, I'm like, you know what? I have to calm myself because I'm like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know better because he doesn't know what it's like to have my son, you know, 24-7. Or he doesn't know him the way I know him. Or he's like, no, you know, you have to be the, the parent. You have to put your foot down and make him come see me. Versus like, no, I'm not going to do that. My child is voicing clearly to me that no, they're not comfortable with going. Or, you know, they, they don't want to. They just don't want to. And that's yeah, okay. Like, I feel like that that's what I was going to say. Like, he doesn't see, with me, it's like he doesn't really see what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't see that I'm actually, like, um, you know, playing devil's advocate. Like, sometimes I'd be like, do you want to call your dad? Yes, or, hey, do you yes. want to, like like a kind of like reminders yeah you you don't have to do by the way that is not your job i completely i'm gonna disagree with anybody that says like oh you know you're that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to make your child want their dad and i don't believe that to be it i feel like you know if you want your child you're gonna show your child why you deserve to be in their life or like i'm not saying like maybe it's like kind of spend enough time with them to kind of be like Like build a relationship yeah, for yeah. them to be like, oh my god, I want to speak to my dad, or oh, mm-hmm. I want to see my dad, you know? Exactly. Uh, but if it's not there, it's because clearly something's lacking. Exactly. And so, that's the hard part for them to swallow, where it's like, no, no, it's you. Like, it's easier to blame you. It's easier to blame the other parent, versus like, yeah, maybe it, it is me. Maybe I did do something that affected my child for my child but to I not want me. But I think it's easier it's easier to blame people sometimes rather than taking fault for something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think it's easier to kind of fix and like squish it under the rug where it's like, well, it's not me. It's, it's, it's this you, person. Yeah. You know? And and that's what sucks because I feel like at the end if people were just to uh, understand and try to come up with better solutions to their their problems then maybe things would be a lot more easier for them. You know, and unfortunately, like, it sucks because at the end of the day, it's not us who's going to suffer from this. I feel like at the end, it's our children and, mm-hmm. and their relationship with their, their other parents. Exactly. Because, you know, just this is our situation. I know there's a lot of males that also, you know, if the tables are turned, that that's what they're going through, where it's like, you know, I'm making the effort. I don't have the custody or whatnot. And, you know, she's making it hard for me. And that sucks, too, because... At the end of the day, whether it's the mom or the dad, the child benefits from both parents in their life. Whether they're immediately like living with the child or not living with the child, but you're actually making that time where you, it, where the child's not feeling like they're missing, you know, missing you out of their life or that you're missing special events from their lives. So I think again that that if you're going to try to have a healthy co-parenting relationship, then you have to go with the mindset that, hey, yeah, we're, we're getting divorced or whatever, we're breaking up. But why don't we communicate to each other how we're going to make it work? And I feel like that's one of the things I didn't do when I got divorced. Like, we were so into the heat of the moment of, you know, getting the divorce and being hurt and angry that we really didn't have that opportunity to discuss, like, okay, you know what, we didn't work out, but here's what we're going to do so our child doesn't feel this much of an impact on our divorce. You know, and I, and I think now that I've experienced it, my main concern would be, okay, so if this isn't going to work out, 
I need to voice out what I'm expecting, you know, with my child. Because at the end of the day, it, I am going to have to share my child, you know, with their parent, the other parent. That's the reality of it. And, you know, if this is a healthy parent that can give the child a healthy, normal life, then I feel like the other parent should be supportive, right? Like, you know, he's trying. If he's trying, amazing. I'm going to support that. If I feel like you're slacking and instead you're investing your time when you're with my child to teach him, you know, things that are irrelevant or things that, you know, he really doesn't need to be hearing at that age, then by all means, I of course I'm going to step in and be like, you know what? No. And, by, and if he's not going to like me for it, then too bad. At the end of the day, my priority is my child. And I, and I feel like if you can keep that mentality, like this is our child, like we want the best, let's agree to how we're going to do it together, then that's already, to me, that that's the indication that perfect. That's If we can do that, the rest of this co-parenting, it's going to go smooth, right? And yeah, and uh, for my advice for people who, who can't really, like co-parenting doesn't work, like obviously you've tried, you tried. Or it's, it's like both of you are just frustrated every time you have to deal with each other. I think number one is just communicate as little as possible yep. and like stop talking on the phone. I think that's a big deal because you're you going to have text. matches. Yeah, or via text. Oh, or, via text the worst. Yeah, like make rules for communication. Yes. So uh, like hostile exes tend to ignore boundaries sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um to not respond to like threats or lawsuits because like that's the worst you can do as well uh, avoid being together at childlike functions like don't go somewhere or like it's gonna suck because like yeah that sucks I was just gonna say that absolutely sucks to like have to choose which parent's gonna be there or for the child to be like you know what I know my other parents aren't gonna show up this, this is pretty normal like for my other parents yeah, to come yeah like if, you're, if you know you're gonna go somewhere and they're gonna be there like clearly don't go if it's going to start problems, right? And just be proactive and think about your kid's mental health, think about your own mental health, and mm-hmm. pretty much don't sweat the small stuff. You know, try to make it as easy. And I think that's where I'm at now. It's like I'm done kind of just trying to co-parent because clearly it, it, it's not working. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my daughter's already old enough to communicate with her father to be like, hey, um you know, this is what I want, or this is what I need, so I try to stay out of it, the only times I involve myself is when she's telling me how she feels, and if she's coming to me and telling me how she feels, or if she feels like she was disrespected, or she feels like, hey, mommy, like, you know, this, this was kind of weird, like, this happened today, and I I didn't like it, or I didn't like how it made me feel, Mm -hmm. like, that's when I'll get involved, right, I'll try not to, because usually it ends up in a big fight, yeah. Uh, or usually it ends up with, oh, you're you're crazy, or she's just sensitive. You're both sensitive, you know. And it's just like, mm, no, I'm just trying to check in on my child's health, like pretty much well being as well. Like I have a duty as a mom as well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the fighting stems from, where like they're not trying to understand you at all. They're not trying to compromise at all. So it's it's like you're just left feeling defeated. And I'm in, and I'm gonna agree with you there too. I'm in exactly the same spot. Like, when is enough? And I've already reached my point where I'm like, enough is enough. If you can't be an adult and you know just agree that this is the you know what the best for our child, like 
if you absolutely want the best let's just come down to an agreement like it's really hard and i just you know i feel like i'm defeated and that's it i need to take care of my mental well-being so i can be the best mother i can be for our child and, and yeah and uh, you're right unfortunately when people can't co-parent like mm-hmm. another parent loses out on things right because exactly if you if you can't co-parent at the end of the day like either your child's gonna suffer you're gonna suffer someone's gonna suffer in the midst of all of it you know like you're hardly gonna see your kid even though you have something arranged it's like uh, you know is your kid really invested you know like something something's gotta give and unfortunately it doesn't always work it hasn't worked for me i wish we could have a healthy relationship i wish you could have a healthy co-parenting relationship um i'm praying i'm praying (laughs) one day hopefully it feels so good it feels so when i had that moment i don't know if you remember the words out of my mouth were i feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders and i could not have meant that so much more than how i said it i felt that to my core because it, it was for so my son right now he's 14 years old okay I've been divorced since he was roughly three years old. So from that period of time to now, it just has been a roller coaster. So for me, when I did have a taste of that healthy co-parenting relationship, I was in heaven. It made my life so much easier. My child was happier. Like everything was just, it felt like everything was right. It felt like the world was right. I felt like I finally made a right decision. And, you know, unfortunately it didn't last. But what I'm saying is, like, now that I've had that taste, it it really did defeat me when I'm like, okay, so we're back to square one. Like, it sucked, but it was nice. And and yeah, and that that sucks too because I remember like you telling me how you know your son gets upset when you get mistreated, right? Like, yes, nobody. Okay, so when like, isn't it funny how? You know, your son was pretty much the happiest when you both were getting along. Yes, because it's like he doesn't have to be like oh my god, how's my mom feeling today? Or, yeah. oh, how's my dad feeling? You know? Yeah. But the minute things are bad, it's kind of like, oh my god, like, this is taking a toll on my mom. Like, Oh, no, the, I think mom... the kids, uh, they go in, like, protection mode. Yeah, like, yes. this is, like, you're you're you're, you're not being uh, nice to my mom. You're being mm-hmm. mean to my mom. Like, mm-hmm. why are you being mean to her? You know, she's not doing anything. Because they do see that. She's yeah. not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets complicated, so... I, like I said, it, it would be ideal because the child does get really happy when both parents get along. I know my daughter lights up when she thinks me and my ex are like friends. She's like, why are you talking to him? But like she smiles and she gets happy, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like she wishes she could see us be friends, but I don't see it happening. And that really sucks for the kids because again like our kids are they're not adults but you know they they're going into their teens and whatnot and you know they they just go i i know for my son like he goes in total mom like protection mode like he could be in the best mood with you know his relationship with his father but the minute that he sees his father step out of line to him it's a trigger i don't know if it's for you too like for for your daughter like it's a trigger and then they go into like I'm gonna protect my mom mode, and then I, and then that's where I'm like, you know what? That's where probably the blame comes from because they're like, oh, I've had a wonderful relationship with my child, everything was good until you screwed it up. 
But then what do you, like, and then to me, it's like, what do you, well, what are you referencing to? So you mean when you text me and you were cussing me and then my child, you know, saw that on the phone? Because that was you. And like, no, no, you should have never showed the child. And it's like, you know, your actions affected the relationship. Because whether it was intended for, you know, our child or not to see, the point is that you're, the way you're behaving is not okay. And eventually the child is going to see that. So whether it was going to be then or later, the child is going to catch on to it. And, and I think that's the hard part for them to understand that this is not a toddler that they're dealing with anymore. This is a full, you know, functioning child who has a voice, who has a mind, and they're seeing all of that. So, yeah, you may think that, oh, I'm not hurting the other parent if I'm cussing them at them only. Like, my child doesn't know. Like, eventually that little child's going to grow up. And that child's going to know. They're going to see it. Whether you like it or not, that child's going to see it. So how you treat the other parent, and that's why I'm saying respect is so essential. Because if you don't have that respect, the child is seeing that. So you're screwing yourself over by thinking that, oh, I'm only I'm only taking out my anger on the other person. You know, like, that's who I'm after. That's the person I have a, a grudge, you know, towards. But it's you're hurting the other parent by the way you're behaving with the parent that has the child living with them, right? Yeah, I agree. Right. So, you know, guys, why don't you tell us your stories um, or let us know, perhaps, on how you've navigated a healthy co-parenting relationship. You can let us know at nothingbut.kc at gmail.com. And uh, we like to hear some of your stories, guys. Thank you so much.